Hey there, welcome to Creatively Free. I'm your host, Ariel Grace. Today I'm gonna to be talking about finding soul satisfaction. Now, there is a ton of information everywhere around finding your calling, finding your mission, finding your purpose. And you can throw the word soul in there, tied to all of them. And I think people overcomplicate this. Now, I've had a ton of people reflect back to me that they feel a yearning when I discuss that I have discovered what creates soul satisfaction for me. And they want to find that. They feel like that's missing in their life. I wanted to share with you some suggestions and ideas, very simple concepts to think about what applies for you and your unique genetic and cultural background and structure, where you come from, who you are, what makes you tick will we'll create variance for this, obviously. But if you're on that seeking journey, if you are a seeker, if you are an explorer and you're trying to discover what makes you come alive, what makes you feel full and whole and well, soul satisfaction is what we're seeking in that. And we may experiment a lot in life. And the trick is that this experience will evolve and change as we do. So we're not gonna like land at, this is the exact thing that creates soul satisfaction for me and then I'm done. Although some people may experience that more than I have. For example, I've always been a little bit envious of uh, artists or those that have a practice that create mastery and have a lot of structure and then they find satisfaction in repeating, you know, learning or playing cello or some type of art form. They do that over and over and over and reach that, you know, elusive 10,000 hours and always return back to that form, that container that creates their flow states and their sense of merging with the divine, essentially. And that works for them their whole life. <laughs> There's people like that. I've not been one of them. I personally am a dabbler and, and, I'm, and I go through a variety of creative expressions and forms and I'm always changing multiple butterflies, if you will, multiple cocoons and coming out in new butterfly expressions. I wanna start by just explaining very simple concept in terms of soul mission. I really believe there are only two. Other people have different opinions on this, so take it for what it's worth for you. But I believe that we are either here in service to others or here in service of expression of whatever wants to move through us. And there really is no one or the other, ultimately. But there is a driving force of one or the two or the other of those experiences um, influencing our soul satisfaction. And 
the most dominant form of what we are trained by religion and everything around us culturally is that we are here in service of others. So that's an service to others is an outside in experience. We look outside and serve and then reserve and then look at how that influences our experience of satisfaction inward and the ability to look within or experience within what moves us, what inspires us, and then move that out and through us into the world. That is more of the second form of what I call self-expression, soul expression. I call that art. Both are valid and, and important, and we most likely participate in both aspects in our life. Um, again, there's not actually a dichotomy here. I'm just sharing it for the, the purpose of reflection and learning. What is your dominant form and does has it served you? Because for me, I had observed the service to others as the dominant form that I was cultured into. And my self-expression needs, if they get out of balance, if I don't have creativity outlets that are important to me, then I get in states of resentment. So for me, it's a mixture in terms of my ultimate space of, of well-being. Uh, it dominates more on the side of self-expression and art created without a desire for an outcome or, you know, or needing to be received in the world or seen as good or valuable or anything. That is a more dominant side of, of the way that my soul satisfaction comes through. And the way that I know when I have found some sense of soul satisfaction is when I create through whatever form is most relevant for me right now. And that, you know, when I was a kid, that would be crafts and art, painting and photography and pottery and all sorts of mediums. As I'm, you know, current state right in this moment, creating these forms, creating meditations, creating in this way is, is creating satisfaction for me and kind of weaving different parts of my artistic expression. So some of my meditations right now have, uh, I'm using pictures of my macro flora photography in them. Uh, so I'm finding sort of this multimedia version of creating to be satisfying right now. So that's my indicator is that I'm following what wants to move through me. I've created container. And a lot of times if we're feeling creatively blocked, just as an aside here, often that's because the container is stale, whether that's we're writing a, a you know, a certain novel or we're wanting to create in a certain form and that no longer feels like inspiring or correct. Um, or we haven't given ourselves any form or container for a while. Uh, Either one of those things can really create blocked creativity flow. Anyway, that's probably a topic for another in-depth conversation. So 
what I wanted to leave you with is a practice of how to begin to observe what works for you in terms of creating soul satisfaction. And as always, it is going to start with your observer, your awareness. So now that you have these new distinctions around these two formats for a soul mission and how you particularly may want to uh, express is it's just starting by observing like in your in your past in your childhood up until now start to catalog any feeling state moments that you've had that have felt like whole yummy grounded good whatever words you want to use and then start pulling apart what was it about that circumstance that made me feel really great. It may be that you're a super receiver. So giving and receiving is a big part of this as well. So for me, uh, accessing that soul satisfaction also had often comes with not putting really strict boundaries around my time and feeling in a big receiving state of relaxation and flow. So some of my most soul satisfying moments when I was younger were at the beach relaxing on vacation. And interestingly enough, all my inspiration for creative flow came after that, right? So if I am living in a lifestyle where I never create the space for relaxation and, and rest and feeling like I can just be receiving and not doing then I will never give myself the opportunity for my creative flow to come through in the way that it wants to. So that's one thing to consider as well when you look back on your life. A lot of us are suffering from toxic overproductivity since a very young age. And so we may not even have as much access or haven't given ourselves the spaciousness to explore what makes our soul come alive and feel satisfaction. And we actually feel often fear of slowing down because we don't want to face what's in there. We don't want to face the heartache and the soul betrayal essentially of, of not listening to our soul. And so when you're new to this discovery, it could be as simple as being willing to admit that you don't know and being able to turn up the notch, turn up the volume, start being a higher heightened observer of when you have soft and quiet soul nudges that say, I don't want to do that. I need to take a break. I want to eat this food. Start practicing turning up the knob, the volume of your soul's expression. And that may be all that's your starting point. And then after that, you want to think more about what, what were my body sensations that allowed me to feel soul satisfaction? Like how did I feel in my body? Did I feel warm, soft, open? Did I feel alive and electric? Whatever that is for you. Okay, so observe. <laughs> in the past or as you're creating, if you don't, if you can't find those memories in the past, as you're creating some spaciousness and opening to your soul, observe what makes, what nudges come through, what makes your soul feel well and start the practice of 
giving yourself the time spaciousness and the little bits of here and there of what you need uh, to feel well. And then you'll be starting to rebuild soul trust essentially, because when, if we've never given our soul the opportunity to express, it will feel abandoned and betrayed essentially. And so that's not even our fault often. Often that is a product of putting, of, of what I actually would consider the first mission that I mentioned is overextending the savior complex on being a service to others. We may have been entrained from such a young age that that is what life is about, that we think that is what life is about. We believe it as a seriously deep felt state. And yet we have this moment when we're like, I'm not so sure. We have this inquiry, this seeker in us, the soul that wants to move through us. And we're and, and if you have that coming through you, then it's a worthy thing to explore, even if it creates discomfort and tears and grieving and learnings and, you know, healing trauma, and whatever comes through it. You know, that's the fear that's, that often says, nope, don't even go there. Just stay really productive and in service to others. I encourage you to look at giving yourself more of what makes you feel well well-being, soul satisfaction. Now, often also don't get fooled by the extremist in you. That's another fear programming that will say something like, well, if you do whatever it is that you want that's for your soul and your soul satisfaction, that'll take all your time and it'll take you away from what matters and, and your whole life will collapse and fall apart. And that is also totally false fear stuff looping in your head. Okay, so often you can achieve soul satisfaction with small experiences of pleasure, especially if you're practicing more presence. So, and when I say pleasure, I mean just giving yourself what you crave, whether that's like a little, you know, respite or going on a walk or calling a friend or writing a piece of poetry or whatever these little things are, they add up. And that's all we're going for with this exploration of soul satisfaction. And you may be the type that actually genuinely feels soul satisfaction from external in. And so that's amazing. If that's already what you're practicing, you're on track, there is no right or wrong. However, I have experienced that there is less support in our world for soul expression as the form of, of beingness, essentially, regardless of outcome, regardless of if it's received well in the world. So that's my invitation to you. Go and allow your soul to turn up the volume and listen to what wants to move through you. And take note of it, whether that's through journaling or, you know, whatever it is, you're going to be creating new chemical changes in your actual physical form as you process through this. Your brain structure will change new pathways. You'll feel more. So satisfaction is also a chemical experience in our being, right? We're releasing chemicals just as a mother does when she's breastfeeding her 
young new baby like there's 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 stuff that's inherent in the mammal that we have that helps us to feel a chemical response to reinforce that behavior and then there's soul level access to that and you're the only one that can feel those things and so it may feel like a tiny little crack you know or just a small little portion of your day but it's a major win when you experience those things and give yourself that space. So ensure that you also celebrate and extend, extend the feeling of soul satisfaction when you achieve that for yourself, because you're the only one that will give yourself soul credit, soul reward system, right? Like there's no like compensation or anything externally tied to soul satisfaction. This is entirely about you. Okay, so when you achieve it, definitely also reach out to, to other soul friends or people that get what you're, what you're doing and, and ask for additional support to hear your story and celebrate with you. But I encourage you to also do that inner dance and extend that experience within you, opening your heart to how good it feels to nurture and care for your soul expression. Thanks for tuning in today.